Chapter One of A Little Candy Book for a Little Girl. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This has been read by Rosalind Carlyle. A Little Candy Book for a Little Girl by Amy L. Waterman. Chapter One Cool Weather Candies. Betsy Bobbitt was a little girl whose real name was Elizabeth, but who, whenever she had anything to tell, came rushing to her mother and bobbed about so much just could not keep still that she earned the name Betsy Bobbitt. Now, the funny part about the nickname was that it was not always appropriate. It only fitted when she came bobbing in with, Oh, mother! And back and forth she would bob, like, like, well, if you ever saw a restless tiger at the circus, or at the zoo, pace back and forth in his cage, bobbing his head, you will know just how Betsy Bobbitt looked as she told her little story. Like most little girls, Betsy Bobbitt would often run errands for the neighbours, and nearly always they would insist upon giving Betsy Bobbitt a penny, saying, Thank you, dear. Now buy yourself a stick of candy. Poor Betsy Bobbitt! How she did wish she might buy the candy, because if there was anything Betsy Bobbitt liked, it was candy. And poor, poor mother! How she wished the neighbours would not be so kind, or rather unkind, for she had tried ever since Betsy Bobbitt first tasted candy to let her eat only those candies that were pure and wholesome. It truly was hard, because while Mother had carefully explained that penny candies were unsafe for little children to eat, on account of the cheap impure materials used in the making, as well as the bright, dangerous colours used upon the outside to make them look attractive. Still, Betsy Bobbitt could not understand why other little girls and boys were allowed to eat them. Mother said she was sure the other mothers of little children did not realise how harmful they were, because if they did, they would never allow their little girls and boys to eat them. So Betsy Bobbitt tried to feel that Mother was right about it. But she couldn't quite forget those sticks of candy. One afternoon in early September, Betsy Bobbitt and several little schoolmates, on their way home from school, were very busily engaged in talking. And what do you think they were talking about? They were discussing what they wanted to do when they grew up. At first... Betsy Bobbitt was very quiet. This was most unusual, but she listened attentively to the plans of all the others. Just then, they came to a candy shop, in which was displayed a most tempting array of candies. Like a flash, Betsy Bobbitt made her decision, and when she said she wanted to be a teacher of domestic science, the other little girls were so impressed that their own plans were forgotten. In fact, some of them did not even know what domestic science meant, and they were very eager to learn. 
So, Betsy Bobbitt explained as best she could what she knew about it, and how she ever came to think of such a future. She told them of her mother's friend who went to college to learn how to become a teacher of domestic science, which included knowing how to cook just everything, the best of all being the most, oh, most delicious candies, and that was what she, Betsy Bobbitt, wanted to study. The little girls were very much excited, and looked first at the pretty candies wistfully, and then at Betsy Bobbitt with awe, as it seemed to them very wonderful for anyone to be able to make such delicious candies. Betsy Bobbitt herself was so enthused that she could not wait for the others, so with another hasty glance at the candies, and a hurried goodbye to her friends, she left them and ran all the way home to tell her mother about her wonderful plan for the future. Mother knew at once that something very special must have happened, and as soon as Betsy could gain her breath, it all came out. When Betsy Bobbitt finished her story, she received the happiest surprise of her short life, for Mother, seeing how earnest and eager her little girl was over her new plan, had been thinking rapidly. And so, when all had been told, Betsy's mother laughed merrily at her little daughter and said, why wait until you are old enough to go to college? Wouldn't you like to begin to learn now? Do you wonder Betsy Bobbitt nearly fell off her chair? For when she really understood that Mother was to teach her to make candy, she bobbed about all over the room, exclaiming, Oh, Mother, may I really and truly? And again, Oh, Mother, I don't think I'll even want to look at Penny Candy again. This pleased Mother so much that she began at once to look up all the simple ways of making candy that she herself had learned when she was a little girl like Betsy, as well as many that had been given to her or that she had cut from favourite magazines and cookbooks. When these recipes were all arranged, Betsy Bobbitt began her candy-making, and a happy, busy winter and spring she had indeed. Mother did not get any special outfit, but just let Betsy use the things she had in the house, and which would generally be found in any ordinary home, some of which were as follows. Aluminium and agate saucepans, one, two, and three quarts. A double boiler. Two glass and one tin half-pint measuring cups. These were divided into quarters, thirds, and halves. A set of measuring spoons, which measured one tablespoon, one dessert spoon, one teaspoon, a half teaspoon, and a fourth teaspoon. An old, large steel knife that had become very flexible with constant use. Scales. A food chopper. A nut cracker. A corn popper. A long-handled wooden spoon. A small brush for buttering tins a fine wire strainer for sifting confectioner's sugar, one large and one small egg beater, and a pair of scissors kept specially for kitchen use. Mother also wrote out the following rules for measuring and weighing, and hung them up so that Betsy could find them easily. 
These Betsy found very helpful. A pound of granulated sugar equals two cups. A pound of brown sugar equals two and two-third cups. A pound of confectioner's sugar equals three and a half cups. A pound of powdered sugar equals two and two-third cups. A pound of solidly packed butter equals two cups. A pound of molasses equals one and a half cups. A pound of corn syrup equals one and a quarter cups. And a pound of chocolate equals sixteen squares. The hints for candy making that Mother gave Betsy and which she memorized were as follows. First, to butter with a brush the inside of the saucepan from the top about two inches down to prevent the candy from boiling over. Second, to use fresh, cold water each time she tried the candy. Third, any candy that is to be beaten is better if allowed to cool a few minutes by standing the pan in cold water, and if, when beaten, it looks like smooth, thick cream, before pouring in pans. Fourth, to butter the hands well when pulling candies. Fifth, that softball, hardball, thread, and brittle mean the different stages sugar reaches while cooking. When a little syrup dropped in cold water can be easily worked between the thumb and finger, it is a softball. When it is firm and solid, it is a hard ball. When it drops from the spoon into a fine thread, it is called thread. And when it becomes so hard it will break, it is called brittle. Sixth, never to stir hard candies unless told to do so after ingredients are well mixed and have reached the point where the syrup threads. Seventh, that uncooked foundation cream and fondant cream can be made into all sorts of candies. Eighth, that pretty, harmless colourings may be made from the following. Different shades of red and pink from the juice of raspberries, strawberries, blackberries, elderberries and cranberries. Yellow from saffron and green from spinach and beet leaves bruised and boiled in a very little water. So Betsy followed every instruction carefully, and these are the candies Betsy Bobbitt learned to make. Betsy chose to make the hard candies first, and Mother told her she had chosen well, as the cool fall and cold winter weather were much better for these candies, as they did not become so sticky and hard to handle as in warm weather. One thing in particular Mother impressed upon Betsy's mind was this. It would be much easier to have all the materials and utensils used in making the candy ready before the cooking began. And another equally important thing was to wash all the dishes and pans and leave everything tidy and in order when finished. Butterscotch Number one, two and two-thirds 
cups of brown sugar, half a cup of butter, and two tablespoons of cold water. When Betsy put these all in the saucepan, she remembered to dip her brush in melted butter and brush the pan about two inches down from the top, so that the candy would not boil over. Then she let the syrup boil, without stirring, until a little which she dropped from the spoon formed a hard ball in cold water. It was then ready to pour, thinly, in buttered pans and mark, at once, in squares. This was Betsy's favourite recipe for butterscotch, although she found the following two recipes very nice. Butterscotch number two. One cup of granulated sugar. One cup of corn syrup. One teaspoon of vinegar. And half a cup of butter. Betsy put the sugar, corn syrup, vinegar and butter in the saucepan. Then, dipping her brush in melted butter, she brushed the top of the saucepan two inches down. Next, she stirred the ingredients well together before putting the saucepan on the stove, because after the syrup began to cook, it must not be stirred. When it was boiling well, Betsy tried a few drops in cold water every little while, each time remembering to use fresh water. And when it formed a hard ball, she knew it was done. The buttered pans were all ready, and into these Betsy poured the candy, thinly, and marked it at once into squares. Butterscotch number three. One cup of molasses, one cup of granulated sugar, one tablespoon of butter, and half a teaspoon of lemon flavouring. After the molasses, sugar, and butter were put into the saucepan, and the saucepan had been well brushed two inches down from the top as mother instructed, Betsy let them cook until the syrup reached the hardball stage, when a little of it was dropped in cold water. It was then time to add the flavouring and pour at once into the buttered pans, not forgetting to mark in squares. Betsy found that butterscotch was much more tasty when thin, so that was why she buttered more than one pan and had it only a quarter of an inch thick. Butter Taffy Three cups of brown sugar, half a cup of molasses, a quarter of a cup of vinegar, a quarter of a cup of hot water, two tablespoons of butter, and a teaspoon of vanilla flavouring. Betsy put everything except the butter and vanilla into the saucepan and boiled these until the syrup formed a hard ball when a little was dried in cold water. Then the butter and vanilla were added, and it was cooked three minutes more. Betsy counted up to 180, and poured into a large buttered pan. Lemon Cream Candy Two cups of granulated sugar, half a cup of water, quarter of a teaspoon of cream of tartar, a knob of butter the size of a walnut, and two-thirds of a teaspoon of lemon flavouring. 
Betsy dissolved the sugar in the water and let it come to the boiling point. Then she added the cream of tartar, which she first dissolved in one teaspoon of hot water, and when the candy was nearly done, she put in the piece of butter. When a little of the syrup dropped in cold water formed a hard ball, it was then time to add the flavouring and pour in a buttered pan to cool. While the candy was cooling, Betsy greased her fingertips well, and when the candy was cool enough to handle, Betsy began to pull it. At first she found it very awkward, but Mother showed her just how to do it, and before long Betsy could do it very nicely. This pulling, as Mother explained, was very quick work. Then, when the candy was white, Betsy cut it into small pieces with the scissors. Vanilla Cream Candy 2 cups of granulated sugar Half a cup of water Quarter of a teaspoon of cream of tartar A knob of butter the size of a walnut and a teaspoon of vanilla flavouring. The sugar and water were put into the saucepan and let come to the boiling point. Then the cream of tartar was dissolved in one teaspoon of hot water, and Betsy added it to the sugar and water. She let these cook, and just before they reached the hardball stage, added the butter. When the hardball formed, by dropping a little of the syrup in cold water, the vanilla was added, and the candy was poured in a buttered pan to cool. In the meantime, Betsy greased her fingertips, and as soon as the candy was cool enough to handle, she began to pull it. Betsy had to work quickly, and as soon as the candy was white, she cut it into small pieces. Peppermint Cream Candy Two cups of granulated sugar, half a cup of water, a quarter teaspoon of cream of tartar, a knob of butter the size of a walnut, and four drops of oil of peppermint flavouring. After Betsy let the sugar and water come to the boiling point, she added the cream of tartar dissolved in one teaspoon of hot water and continued to boil until a little of the syrup dropped in cold water had nearly reached the hardball stage. Then she added the butter. When it had quite reached the hardball stage, Betsy took it from the fire, dropped in the four drops of peppermint, and poured the candy into a buttered pan to cool. Greasing her fingertips just as she did for the lemon and vanilla cream candy, Betsy proceeded to pull until white, and then cut it into small pieces. Betsy's Orange Cream Candy 2 cups of granulated sugar, half a cup of water, a quarter teaspoon of cream of tartar, a knob of butter the size of a walnut, and a teaspoon of orange flavouring. Betsy called this her own recipe because, while it was made exactly like the lemon, vanilla, and peppermint cream candies, she said to her mother one day, Why can't I use orange flavouring and have still another change? Mother told her there was no reason at all why she couldn't, and that she was glad to see Betsy thinking out new combinations for herself. 
So Betsy was delighted. And once more, Mother wrote it out, for, as Betsy said, it was much easier to have it right before you under its own name than to keep turning back to the recipes that had gone before. The sugar and water were brought to the boiling point. The cream of tartar was dissolved in one teaspoon of hot water and added. These she let boil until a little dropped in cold water was almost hard. Then Betsy put in the butter. When it was quite hard, she took it from the fire, added the orange flavouring, and poured at once into the buttered pan to cool. Betsy found she had time to wash her saucepan, spoon, and other dishes before she needed to grease her fingers, and thus made the kitchen more tidy and attractive while she pulled the candy. Lemon Cream Taffy 2 cups of granulated sugar 1 cup of water a quarter cup of vinegar a tablespoon of butter and half a teaspoon of lemon flavouring After Betsy began to think for herself, she acted in such an important manner that Mother smiled to see how rapidly her little daughter was advancing. The sugar, water, and vinegar were measured carefully into the saucepan, well mixed, then placed upon the stove to boil. One thing in particular that Betsy learned from her own experience was never to let any candy she was making boil too hard. An even, steady boil made the candy much nicer. And besides, it did not then spit all over the stove and make the unpleasant odour of burned sugar in the house. Betsy tried the candy in cold water, and just before it formed a hard ball, she added the butter. When it formed a ball that was quite hard, she removed the saucepan from the fire, added the lemon flavouring, and poured it into the buttered pan. With fingers well greased, she pulled the candy, as soon as it was cool enough to handle comfortably, until it was very white, then cut it into small pieces with a pair of scissors. Orange Cream Taffy 2 cups of granulated sugar 1 cup of water a quarter cup of vinegar a tablespoon of butter and half a teaspoon of orange flavouring Betsy let the sugar, water and vinegar boil until a little of the syrup, dropped in cold water, formed a hard ball. The butter was added just before it was done and the orange flavouring as soon as it was taken from the stove. Pouring the candy into the buttered pan, Betsy let it stand until she could handle it easily. Then with well-greased fingers she pulled the candy white and cut it in pieces. Vanilla Cream Taffy 2 cups of granulated sugar 1 cup of water quarter of a cup of vinegar one tablespoon of butter, and a teaspoon of vanilla flavouring. The sugar, water and vinegar were boiled until a little of the syrup, dried by Betsy in cold water, formed a hard ball. Just before it reached this stage, Betsy slipped in the butter. As soon as it was done, Betsy took it from the fire, added the vanilla, poured it into the buttered pan, let it cool until she could handle it, then greased her fingers and pulled until it was quite white 
and cut it into small pieces. Vinegar Candy Two cups of granulated sugar, a half a cup of vinegar, and a half a cup of water. When the sugar, vinegar, and water had boiled long enough so that a little of the syrup, dropped in cold water, formed a hard ball, it was poured into a buttered pan, let cool sufficiently, and pooled. It was very simple, since Betsy did not have to stir this while cooking or add anything extra. Cream of Tartar Candy 2 cups of granulated sugar 1 cup of hot water and 1 teaspoon of cream of tartar The sugar, water and cream of tartar were put in the saucepan and well stirred, then boiled until a little of the syrup, dropped in cold water, formed the usual hard ball. Betsy found this took about 20 minutes. Then she poured the candy into a buttered pan and let it cool so that she could handle it easily. With well-greased fingers, she pulled the candy quickly, then cut into small pieces or short sticks with the scissors. Chocolate Taffy 1 cup of granulated sugar 1 cup of corn syrup half a cup of milk half a cup of butter and two squares of chocolate. This Betsy found to be delicious. She cooked all of the ingredients together, and when a little of the candy, dropped in cold water, was quite hard, she poured it into the buttered pan. When the candy was cool, Betsy marked it into squares. Most little girls like molasses candy, and Betsy was no exception. She thought the recipes that follow were the best of the kind she had ever tasted. Molasses Candy 1 cup of molasses 1 cup of granulated sugar A large knob of butter the size of an egg 1 tablespoon of vinegar and 1 teaspoon of baking soda Betsy put all the above-named ingredients, except for the soda, into her saucepan to boil. When a little of the syrup, dropped in cold water, became brittle, she took the saucepan off the stove and added the soda. Then she poured the candy into the buttered pan. When it was cool enough to handle, Betsy greased her fingers and pulled the candy until it was a shiny golden brown. Then with the scissors cut it into short sticks. Peanut Molasses Candy Not Pooled 2 cups of molasses 1 cup of brown sugar 3 tablespoons of butter a tablespoon of vinegar and half a cup of shelled peanuts After Betsy put the molasses, sugar and butter together in the pan, she let them boil until they formed a hard ball when tried in cold water. Then she added the vinegar and continued cooking until it became brittle. The buttered pan was ready with the peanuts in, and the candy was poured over them. Before it became quite cool, Betsy marked it in squares. Betsy thought pulling candy the best kind of fun, and after she learned perfectly how not to get all sticky, 
Mother allowed her to invite a few of her little friends to have a pulling bee. This pleased Betsy and her little friends very much. One of the little girls said she knew what a husking bee was. For once when she was in the country at the time when the corn was fully grown, all the friends and neighbours round about had been invited to come and help with the husking. Betsy's mother told the little girl a pulling bee was the same idea exactly, for they were to come and help pull the candy after it was cooked. Each little girl put on one of mother's big aprons and carefully washed her hands. Then Betsy read the names of the different recipes out loud, and mother said they might choose two to make. They chose Betsy's orange cream candy and molasses candy. Mother stayed with them in case they needed her help, although Betsy took full charge. Betsy certainly managed well, for she kept each little girl busy doing her share, and when the candy was cooked and ready to pull, the real fun started. Despite Betsy's careful teaching, Mother's help was much needed in assisting some of the little girls who just could not help getting all sticky. The afternoon passed so quickly, and the candy was so good, that the little crowd voted it to be the best time they had ever had. The following week, Betsy made Molasses Kisses One cup of molasses, quarter of a cup of water, quarter of a cup of granulated sugar, quarter of a cup of honey, and one tablespoon of corn syrup. The molasses, water, sugar, honey and corn syrup Betsy measured carefully into the saucepan and cooked them until, when tried in cold water, the syrup formed the usual hard ball. Pouring the candy into the buttered pan, Betsy let it cool until she could handle it easily. With well-greased fingers she pulled the candy, then cut in pieces and wrapped in wax paper. Brown Sugar Candy Pulled One cup of brown sugar, one cup of corn syrup, two tablespoons of butter, and a tablespoon of lemon juice. Betsy put the sugar, corn syrup, and butter in the saucepan and let them boil without stirring until a little of the syrup dropped in cold water became brittle. Taking the saucepan from the fire, she added the lemon juice and poured the candy into a butter pan, greased her fingers well, and pulled when sufficiently cool. Then with the scissors she cut in small pieces. Once, when Betsy's mother was a young girl, she visited a large farm in northern Vermont, and it was there she had her first butternuts. Betsy thought the recipes for butternut candy that follow were the best ever. Lemon Butternut Candy Two cups of granulated sugar Half a cup of water One cup of broken butternut meats and one teaspoon of lemon flavouring. After Betsy boiled the sugar and water without stirring until thick enough to spin a fine thread, she added the flavouring, placed her pan in cold water, 
and then stirred it very quickly until it was white. She added the nuts and poured it into a buttered pan. When it was cold, she cut the candy into small squares. Orange Butternut Candy 2 cups of granulated sugar Half a cup of water 1 cup of broken butternut meats and a tablespoon of orange juice. Putting the sugar and water in the saucepan, Betsy let them boil without stirring until it would spin a fine thread from the tip of the spoon. The orange juice was added, and the pan placed in cold water and stirred very quickly until it was white. Now Betsy added the nuts and poured into a buttered pan, and when cold she cut the candy into small squares. Vanilla Butternut Candy 2 cups of granulated sugar 1 cup of water 1 cup of broken butternut meats and a teaspoon of vanilla flavouring Like the lemon and orange butternut candy, Betsy put the sugar and water on to boil without stirring. When a fine thread spun itself from the tip of the spoon, she removed the saucepan from the fire added the vanilla flavouring, and stood it in cold water. Stirring the candy very quickly until it was white, Betsy then added the nuts and poured it into a buttered pan. When it was cold, she cut the candy into small squares. Another candy that Betsy was very fond of was peanut brittle, and she was eager to make some of her own. Mother told her it was very easy to make if you were only careful not to let the sugar burn and worked quickly. So one day Betsy made this. Peanut brittle. Two cups of granulated sugar and one cup of shelled peanuts. For this, Betsy had to have a slow fire. Mother told her to put the sugar into the iron frying pan and explained how it would first lump, then gradually melt, and that when it was a clear pale coffee colour, it was ready to pour quickly over the nuts. Betsy had put the peanuts in a buttered pan on the back of the range so as to be ready the minute the sugar was properly melted. Here is another candy with peanuts that Betsy liked. Peanut candy. Two and two-third cups of brown sugar. 1 cup of corn syrup, 1 cup of water, 4 tablespoons of butter, and 1 and a half cups of shelled peanuts. The sugar, syrup and water Betsy boiled until it was crisp or brittle when dried in cold water. Just before taking from the fire, she added the butter and nuts, then poured into buttered pans. Betsy also made Plain Peppermints 2 cups of granulated sugar 1/2 a cup of milk A pinch of cream of tartar and 4 drops of oil of peppermint After the sugar, milk and cream of tartar were put in the saucepan, Betsy set it on the back of the range until it looked clear and watery. Then she brought it forward, and when the boiling point was reached, let it boil one minute, or while she counted sixty. Taking it from the fire, 
She added the oil of peppermint drops and beat until the candy was creamy, then quickly dropped from tip of spoon on waxed paper. Sometimes this hardened before Betsy could get it all dropped, but putting the saucepan back on the stove, it would melt and she could finish the dropping. Coconut Drops 2 cups of granulated sugar, half a cup of water, and 1 cup of prepared coconut. Betsy cooked the sugar and water until it formed a hard ball when tried in cold water, removed it from the fire, added the coconut, and beat to a cream. Like the peppermints, she dropped it quickly on waxed paper. End of chapter 1